재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? 아빠의 탈을 수 있다. What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? 그립방 아빠의 안타까운 웃음을 알려주면서 복지 지원을 Prime Time It's Prime Time Well, yesterday uh, we remarked, and really the entire media landscape has been talking about how this week is the so-called week of destiny for the president. We had uh, an impeachment vote potentially set uh, for the end of this week. We had the uh, the naming of the special prosecutor. We have two uh, candidates officially uh, named today, which the president will pick. And we also have the uh, National Assembly probe. Into the Pakane Tresunshil scandal, uh, all of this sort of a uh, kind of whirlwind of uh, negativity aimed towards the president on the heels of those uh, very historic uh, candlelight rallies over the weekend, where uh, about 1.9 million people were estimated to have turned out all across the country. Um, today, in a bit of a surprise move and perhaps in a bit to sort of change uh, that week of destiny in terms of the president's fortunes. Uh, Pakane did come out in a televised address and she, uh, while apologetic to the nation, uh, denied any personal wrongdoing of her own, but at the same time said that she was willing to uh, shorten her presidential term if the uh, National Assembly... um, Told her to, basically. So, where does that leave us now? It's a bit of an interesting dilemma because the politicians, uh, the reactions that we've seen, and we'll talk about this, have been very diverse. And everyone's obviously looking out for their own personal self-interest. But obviously, the good of the country is also uh, something that needs to be taken into account. Uh, Giving us some of the analysis, someone who else I'm sure has been quite busy with these recent events, our good friend from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies Law, Professor Huang Jong-ho. Professor Huang. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening, Henry. So you, we knew you were coming in today. We knew broadly <laughs> we were going to be talking about whether maybe the National Assembly probe. We're going to call in some right. interesting witnesses like Tresun Shil, Wu Byung-ho's brother-in-law. We could have talked about <laughs> the impeachment drive and the, the number of votes right. and the process of how that's going to head to the Constitutional Court. Uh, we could have talked about the special prosecutors. They named two, two uh, right. yep. uh, interesting individuals, which I hope we'll get to, actually. But uh, this kind of just talk about a curveball. <laughs> the president coming in and... And I think a lot of people around the nation, I saw this event live too, and it was kind of, okay, this could go to one of two ways. She's going to either kind of stick to her guns, be defiant, right. and say, you guys want to impeach me. I did nothing wrong. Go ahead. Make my day. Right. I'm never going to leave this blue house until I say so. Or she could have gone the other route where, you know what, for the good of the nation, um, I'm going to have to uh, step aside effective immediately. When we saw that, you go... What just happened here? That was not really sort of the way that uh, people had expected her to come out. Well, if I have to summarize her speech or at least my reaction to her speech, I guess it would be this one sentence. The chess game continues. Mm Mm-hmm. We talk about 3D chess, right? Where people oh, are now yes. even playing in different <laughs> dimensions, right? It's and not just simply yeah, like Rook yep. and Bishop and Knight. Exactly. But we are talking about some interesting uh, political intrigue here. Let, let's yep. first get to the uh, actual meat and bones of what she said. She said in the beginning, 
again, I apologize to the nation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then she said, um, I uh, set up these foundations uh, for the good of the country. That's what right. I thought. Um, through my 18 years as a politician, I've never taken one single one for my own personal benefit. Uh, this was for the good of the nation. I unfortunately had some acquaintances that uh, did some wrongdoing uh, because I wasn't able to sort of, uh, I guess, manage those uh, people well. Uh, that is something I feel sorry about. But at the same time, hey, but, you know, um, you guys want me to step down. What I'll do is I'll shorten my term. Uh, but how I'll do it is I'm going to toss it over to the National Assembly, see if they can come to some kind of an agreement. And then I'll go ahead and, and agree to that. And I'll talk about more about the allegations later on, blah, 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 blah. That's how she ended it. So a lot of people were sort of like, okay. Um, you, ha- I think, are of the mind that this is a uh, uh, sort of delaying tactic and yep. sort of uh, trying to just draw things out. Yep. Um, d- just explain what you think the calculations were. Okay, so I, I guess I have two main points to make. One is, keep in mind that President Park can resign anytime she wants to. What she said in this apology slash speech was that she'll leave it up to the National Assembly about terms or terms of her resignation, but she doesn't need to. She can resign anytime she wants to. She can say, I feel too tired. I feel like I cannot serve my country any longer. I'm stepping down. There's nothing in any of Korean laws that says that she cannot do that. She can resign anytime yeah, she wants to. There's a provision on the con- in the Constitution for that contingency. Exactly, about what, what happens yeah. after that. But she can resign anytime she wants okay. to, really. I mean, there's nothing stopping her. To say that she's going to follow the National Assembly's will, that's just a plain charade. Yeah, and so that was kind of what her, like, I guess, main critics are saying is that if you take responsibility for it, why do you need to have the assembly decide it uh, in a much more convoluted, complicated process, which uh, I hope you'll explain to me later. I just want to get to the political calculations of this and the timing of it, and maybe I'm reading too much into how Machiavellian these guys are, but we started having this drive, Yep. Okay. whether it's the anti-Park coalition, um, and even certain members of the the so-called centrist uh, and the People's Party, but they were saying, look, all of this stuff, you know, we need to handle, but we got to talk about constitutional reform. I mean, that's that's a really important thing to talk about. Right. Uh, at the same time that we're dealing with this per- huge political crisis, and there were detractors, obviously, from the opposition who say, look, let's focus on this first, and namely right. the uh, uh, the uh, purported uh, uh, future presidential candidate, Moon Jae-in, who's been the strongest uh, opponent of exactly. having this, uh, although he made it clear, I'm for reform of the constitution, just let's not try to distract everyone exactly. and yep. work on the matter at hand. And in conjunction, the pro-part coalition yesterday coming out with this very head-scratching kind of statement, maybe there should be an honorable resignation instead of impeachment. And uh, we're going to send that message to them. And then the president all of a sudden today said, I'm going to have this televised address. Uh, Some people said maybe that would be more middle of the week because she has to kind of get the flow of how the impeachment proceedings are going. And then she comes out and talks about this. Is this not really all crafted Basically, not just to buy time, but to tie in this whole issue of constitutional reform to muddy the waters where it's going to have to be a package deal now if people do want to see this president leave office. So there are two issues that I would like to untangle in what you just said. I mean, it was very a good summary of what has happened so far, but I would like to untangle these okay. two issues. The two issues that I would like to untangle are impeachment and constitutional reform. Impeachment vote is scheduled for this Friday. 
And one thing to look at, one way to look at today's speech was basically this was President Park's attempt to defeat the impeachment vote on Friday. Right. Basically, what she said was, hey, here's an alternative. I'm willing to step down. So please, Senate Party, don't impeach me. Basically, the impeachment vote in order to pass requires two-thirds of the votes in the National Assembly. And that means that some of Senate Party's uh, members of the National Assembly have to vote yes. And by basically doing what she did today, I think she's basically sending a signal, hey, Senate Party, come on, rally around me. Yes, yeah. one signal. So that's impeachment vote issue. On the constitutional reform, basically what some people want to do is change the Korea's presidential uh, system into parliamentary system, basically. Have a prime minister like Great Britain, basically. And the political calculation is this. Because of the political scandal, the most likely candidate or the most likely uh, uh, potential presidential uh, hopefuls to to be president next is basically Moon Jae-in. He's, prob- he's the, probably the, by far the clear front runner. That means that everyone else sort of says that, hey, we don't want to compete against Moon Jae-in, basically. Can we change the game? I mean, Kim Mo-sung has his own idea about what the game should be. Uh, An Chosu has his, his own ideas and all this. Uh, uh, and the uh, speculation is if you talk about Pang Ki-moon coming in, exactly. all three of them are actually kind of on the same team in exactly. that game. Right? Because, you know, somehow they feel like, okay, uh, somehow competing against Moon Jae-in under this big of a political scandal is not just going to work out. Moon Jae-in is most likely to win. So only way to change this, change the rule of the game and that is constitutional reform and have a prime minister system rather than have a presidential election. Yeah, and, and I guess there's a Korean term for it, but uh, it, it feels like the entire process, whether it is tying in this whole constitutional reform issue into it or these de- delaying tactics until January 1st when the UN Secretary General uh, is coming in, is basically, there's a Korean term, right? But it's basically to try to kill Moon Jae-in politically right. before he can become president uh, ahead of the shortened term um, elections, where as you say, uh, he would have an immense advantage, which um, a certain portion of the population, or at least among the political class, is vehemently opposed to. Right. Mm-hmm. Practically speaking, though, um, it does give a lifeline to the pro par coalition, which basically was undergoing an ex- existential crisis. If impeachment went through, uh, the president would basically be frozen in her duties. Um, the leadership drive, the pressure to step down en masse would have been. Uh, too intense for them to to ignore. Um, it gives them a little bit of because they're still a negotiating party as the yep, ruling party, and so if they talk about negotiating the terms of Park surrender, so to speak, Lee Jung Hyun would be sort of the guy in charge of that, right? Well, I mean, he is the head of the party, but how much power and influence he really has over someone like Sa Chung Won or Choi Kyung Won? These are the big names within the pro Park faction. That's somewhat debatable. And first of all, let me just get to one point. That is, the, the key inflection point, I think, is going to be this Friday when the impeachment vote is originally scheduled or it might be changed now given this uh, speech. Let's suppose that, suppose that impeachment vote is defeated. What do you think will happen? Suppose that this gambit by President Park works and not enough Senate Party members actually vote for impeachment. And suppose the impeachment vote is defeated. So she's not to be impeached, at least not right away. What do you think is the likely reaction from the Korean people in general? Right. It would be outrage. Huge outrage, right? I mean, people are already calling for a huge demonstration this Saturday. But I think if the vote is held on Friday and is 
defeated, two big ifs that I do not know will actually happen. But if those two take place uh, and the vote is defeated, I think we are looking at just uh, a demonstration on a scale that we have never seen before taking place this Saturday, basically. We had some news that did uh, come in recently, and just to get your thoughts mm-hmm. on it, because it addresses the uh, impeachment uh, dilemma, is that th- the president's tactic here also sort of gave cover to the anti-Park coalition Absolutely. who are uh, going to vote for impeachment. Now they sort of have an excuse not to vote for impeachment, and what we're hearing some voices saying we still have to do so, some voices saying now we need to step back. Uh, the announcement by the uh, anti-Park coalition, the non-mainstream faction of Sanuri, says now that we push for a negotiation of the term limit. Uh, if we cannot come to an agreement, we will vote for impeachment on the 9th. So it, it looks like they're trying to have it both ways. But yeah, basically do you think that will be an acceptable solution then for the people? It, it basically pushes everything back one week. Instead of the second, the ninth, we don't come to the agreement, we will vote for impeachment. So as you can see, everybody is looking at this impeachment vote as a key inflection point. And, you know, anti-park faction, as you mentioned, are sort of in a difficult position because, you know, they don't have the strength within the Senate party. At the same time, they're the ones who might have a viable political future as opposed to pro-park faction. You know, once a present park loses her power, like, what does the pro-park faction have? I mean, the prosecutor's office actually wants to jail present park as, as soon as she steps down. I mean, that's what their um, criminal complaint was base, has basically stated. So it's a very complicated chess they're playing. Yeah. And um, basically, for me, I can't really look past the choice that will take place at the uh, impeachment vote, basically. They know that if the impeachment vote is defeated, because not enough of them defect, the the backlash against Senate Party will, will be huge. And President Park and Pro Park faction don't really care because, you know, her approval rating is at 4%. I mean, what else does she have to lose? She yeah. doesn't. But anti-Park faction will actually say, well, we actually want to distance ourselves away from present park. But with this, they are now saying, okay, what do we do now? Okay. What about the opposition? Because the uh, reaction was fairly immediate, at least right. from uh, the Democratic Party of Korea saying, it doesn't matter. We're going to yep. push it. This is exactly. an unacceptable uh, statement by uh, the People's Party yep. has also now joined in. They've been really the more sort of let's reach across the exactly. island and get yep. some of these uh, anti-Park Senate guys on board. Uh, do they have any other choice but right now just to... to I mean, I think, I get the feeling that they, at least from the noises, I mean, of course, this has been happening for the past four hours. So this is a very recent yes. and, you know, extemporaneous event. Um, I think they're basically looking at the situation the way that I've described just now. And basically, I think at least some of them is thinking that, hey, it's okay if the impeachment vote is defeated. Then we'll have an enormous. But that would have to be, uh, if it has, it's got to be an open vote, right? It can't be a closed door vote. Even if it's a you know no name vote, it will be apparent that you know all the opposition parties voted for impeachment, and the Senate party worked as a blog and blocked it, which replaced the okay. blame straight on the Senate's uh, you know doorstep. And pro park faction don't really care because their uh, the president's approval rating is four percent, but anti park faction is probably scared to death about that. Is it possible that, and uh, again, we're not constitutional scholars here, but. Uh, they keep talking about this um, uh, one-point constitutional re- uh, right. revision, where basically 
change the constitution to address this one issue of the president's term and the upcoming right. um, election for the for the presidency. That seems like a process that would be just as complicated, if not more, than impeachment, where you got to go through the investigation, send a, uh, evidence to the constitutional court, have them rule on the various points of impeachment. I mean, you you need to get the Congress involved, constitutional scholars involved, and then the people have to come out right. and, and vote for this. It, it just it feels like it's really muddying up the waters. Well, I mean, the quickest ways for President Park to just resign—that's that's, yeah. that is. You know, without a doubt, and you know, everybody will agree, it's the simplest step to take. And she's refusing to do that, and um, that's creating all this extra stuff. And as for the uh, one-point constitutional reform that will shorten the limit, basically, the key legal argument against that is that you know, such a reform, such an amendment, should not take place retroactively. Mm -hmm. Basically, it might apply to the next president, but to Pass it amendment and have it applied to present park might actually set a dangerous precedent for the constitution itself. So legality itself is, is fairly questionable. So I'm not really sure that's so. I mean, it's politically possible, but I'm not sure whether it's a legally from, I guess, due process perspective is a recommended thing to do for Korea. It's, it's certainly. Is that in the best interest of the country? And that's so, no. so that, that is the bottom line question. I know you're one just observer of here in Korea, uh, a scholar, but also a person who has Korea's best interests at heart, someone who watched the uh, address and uh, alongside millions and millions of people, uh, the question of was she speaking uh, in terms of for the good of the country. And I just want to get your sense because, you know, you, you can offer the platitudes of I apologize for, you know, causing distress to, to all the people. Um, that being said, you know, I've never done anything wrong. And, and so she just, she just seemed to not even acknowledge any of the findings right. or even address specifically any of the uh, evidence that the uh, prosecution apparently has right now. So I'm innocent of all this. But at the same time... I'm going to really, I'm willing to cut short my turn. So that, 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 I mean, as a lawyer, you know, you make logical arguments. Does that logically make sense where you say, I'm innocent, but, uh, you know, I'm going to step down? No, her speech doesn't make sense, but her situ situation makes perfect sense. What I'm saying is that if you read the prosecutor's 30-page long criminal complaint, which I have, basically she's described as a co-conspirator along with Chesun right? Yes. Which means that as soon as she steps down, she's going to jail. Right. It's as simple as that. If she becomes a private citizen, you're saying. Exactly. So only protection she has is the office of presidency, basically. Of course, she's going to delay stepping down as long as possible if you think about okay. that. So basically, the tactic is sit down in the blue house oh, within yeah. those four walls. Oh, yeah. I'm safe here Absolutely. regardless of what the people, the country, no matter what criticism I take, as long as I can create a situation where I can stay here as long as possible, that is uh, going to be hunky-dory for me. What about then before the, the change by the Pro Park as well as the Blue House and, and the president saying, I did nothing wrong. I ain't stepping down. If you guys want to impeach me, go ahead and impeach me. And then, then the opposite said, okay, we'll go ahead and impeach you. Why did they blink first? Why did they feel make the calculation that ultimately <laughs> impeachment was not what they wanted? Well, I mean, who knows? But I mean, clearly the gambit that President Park played is that the pressure she's applying is not really on the opposition party. It's basically on the entire Senate party. She wants to defeat the impeachment vote, which means which will delay whole process, which means that she gets to stay in the office as long as, uh, as, long as she can. Because you know, it's okay. just made it very clear that she doesn't want to resign. And the only constitutional way without amending the constitution itself is to impeach her. 
right? So if she can defeat the impeachment vote somehow this Friday, then the process is lengthened okay. by that, that, that much extra time. I mean, I think that, uh, that that's her gambit. And given the noise coming out of the, the Senate party's gambit is working to a certain extent, basically. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I guess my wider take was sort of it was also a gambit to sort of uh, give a lifeline to the right, pro park and, and have the, uh, the ruling party, the conservative uh, coalition, also have a path at success. But I think you seem to be saying more. This was purely a self-involved uh, individual yeah, self-interest. So she has, has no care about whether Senate survives or not. I find it very hard to believe that President Park actually cares about Senate Party in general at this point. Okay, going forward, would you agree? We still have the National Assembly investigation. We still have the yep. uh, special prosecutor probe, yep. which the president, it's not even clear whether she'll uh, <laughs> necessarily cooperate. With, I mean, she hasn't cooperated with any of these exactly. probes. So, so it wouldn't surprise me if she says that both uh, both recommend, uh, recommended uh, candidates are not acceptable to her. Okay. She might make up some crazy excuse. Who knows? We thought we were going to wind down eventually, maybe transition <laughs> to talking about other things like the Donald <laughs> Trump presidency and stuff. But uh, looks like the uh, president has decided that this is the issue we'll focus on, yeah. uh, I guess, Korea Blue House is a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Probably so. All right. Uh, Professor Wang, as always, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you.